who am I to talk to you about social media and video and everything else? Uh, well, I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios, and we're an award-winning visual marketing agency. We're based in the UK, and we help brands and businesses around the globe create content that helps them stand out on social media. Now, that could be video, animation, aerial work, photography, graphics, all sorts of stuff. However, one of the things that became very obvious to me a few years ago was the Businesses that I'd love to work with, the smaller brands, the smaller businesses, these new startups, didn't always necessarily have the budget available to them to have content created on a consistent basis. But we all know being on this thing consistent and having people seeing our content on social media is essential. And we all want to give value and so on and so forth. So what can you do if you don't have the budget? So I wanted to try and help those people as much as I could. So I came up with a process. It was stuff I talked about in the past, other people had talked about, bastardized it, turned it all into a book, called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. And it basically takes you through everything from marketing planning through to podcasting and all the stuff that happens in between as well. But most importantly, it's stuff you can do for free. It will not cost you a penny. It will just cost you some time. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. Uh, which brings me on to Kathy, somebody who I've worked with, and um, we've kind of got her on that content creation journey. It's a slowly, slowly process, but we're getting there. We're doing more and stuff and podcasts and lives and all that kind of thing. So let me bring in Kathy, or as she likes to be known, Cybermum. Hello, Kathy. Hi. How are you? Not too bad, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, very good, thank you. Um, how has lockdown been for you? Has it been a bit of a weird one? Oh, lockdown with three children. <laughs> yeah, I can well imagine. It's, yeah, I've, I've well, like millions of others, it's it's had its ups and downs. It's it's messed with your head, and yeah, but it's it's driven me on, obviously, to do some um, to do some online work because this is you know what what really hit me about lockdown is the amount of children that are going to be home more when a lot of the time their only safe space would have been at school yeah. or with their friends um and a lot of them the same with domestic abuse you know but, but that that's that's not my niche my mine is with the children and yeah. the ones that would be stuck at home 24 hours a day and that's how obviously my ideas come to light so, so what is Cybermum? Before we get into why we're going to have a chat, what, what is Cybermum particularly? Cybermum, well, I, I, I give a lot of content out there and, and it can be different things. If there's new laws coming in around child abuse online, I will, I will, I will get that out there. It is, it's an information. Um, I give a lot of information out and I, I give my own perspective of things as well a lot of it is um what i feel um needs to be done in certain areas you know child abuse um because we we do have i mean child abuse itself online it rose tenfold during lockdown so basically i give the information out and i'm also going to be having um i, I got this app um, made um, and I put all the information on there and I can do push notifications so if anything new comes out I will I will push that out to people and let them know and what it is we're going to have a GPS on there as well this app and we're going to it basically it is to keep your child safe um, that's what you're trying to aim at really is, is is keeping kids safe online more than anything else that's yeah. what Cyberman is 
Cyberman is all about. And obviously, the reason I wanted to chat to you now is what I just said to you a minute ago. Is obviously we're working together anyway, but coming up to Christmas, a lot of people are going to be buying their children devices that they're going to be on from Christmas Day onward: tablets, computers, phones. So I thought it was a great opportunity to talk about the app and what it does. So is the app a way of stopping kids going onto certain sites, or is it purely an, an information point for the parents so that they they know of new apps that are coming up? And, and what they, those apps actually involve and all that kind of thing. Yes, um, they, they will look out for new apps. Um, like I said, the GPS is coming out and we also, we are adding a lot of things in like alarms, etc., to come in. It will keep safe. Um, I've also done um, recently, I've done a reward chart, but it's a different reward chart for mm -hmm. the children, which will, it it's trying to get them away from their um devices for an, a long period of time um because where they're sat in their rooms on their own you know that is the prime time when they can be vulnerable and be drawn in by predators and bullies etc etc so we want to keep them as safe as possible i've also got a product coming out which is keep them safe on the streets because we do want to protect these children and i will be adding so much to this app um, that it will give the, the parents so much information and they'll they'll they're going to learn if they go onto the app they can learn about so many other apps like you said mm -hmm. and they can learn the dangers of them um tiktok is a very big one um predators thrive in that one but if kids are locked away in their bedrooms, we can't see the dangers. Whereas if you encourage your child to stay in a communal area of the house, you can see, you can see if they're becoming distressed. You can see if they're becoming upset. Hmm. And maybe that's when as a parent, you can step in to help that child. Because I believe, my belief is the sooner you step in, the sooner you can sort the problem rather than finding out about something six months down the line when the child is extremely distressed, the mental health has gone down. And sadly, it is the truth. We do have children committing suicide through social media, whether it be a predator after them or a bully. And this is what I want to stop. That's my big aim. And that is what I aim to do with this app. Now, there's going to be people watching this and wondering why on earth you do this. You do have quite a story to tell. I don't want to delve too deeply into it, but why is it Kathy Jacks is doing this particular project? Um, my big passion is helping children and saving children. You know, every child should have a voice. Every child should be. They matter. They do matter. They are our future. The reason I do this is is back in 2002, my my firstborn was he was killed by his father. That was in my own home, and he was only two years old at the time. Um, I I can't go into people's homes. I can't save children like that. You know that's not my authority. I can't just go in. So, you know he he was he he was violently beaten to death. Um, so. My ne the the closest I can get to saving children from predators, from bullies, from committing suicide is to do it online. 
uh, online's a big thing now. Back in 2002, there wasn't really online. I think yeah. it was just coming in then, wasn't it? Yeah, you're kind of a MySpace and Yahoo yeah, forums. Yeah, I was on the borderline, but, but now everything's online. I can get the message out. You know, I can give people tips to look out for. Um, I didn't really have anything to go on because there was no violence in the household. There was no drink. There was no drugs. There was, it was a complete um, loss of control because my firstborn Ryan, he obviously wanted a drink or something, I don't know, and, and he's lost his temper. Um, so, but there is a lot of people out there that do have signs, you know, they, they will have signs, and but they will ignore them because a lot of the time you don't want to know, you don't, it's, yeah. it's not something you want, it's not gonna happen to me, you know, not in my house. Um, but you need to follow up on those signs. And on the app, again, I put out what signs to look out for. You know, do not stay in an abusive relationship, even if it's only abuse to yourself and there's no danger to the child that you think. It will go to your child. You just never know when it's going to spread that far. Um, you know, Ryan was two years old. There was, like I said, it was out of the blue. I didn't know, and it we we t it took eighteen months to bury him because when when he died, they wanted they'd done a post mortem, and the defence team um, of Lee, um, that was Ryan's father, he 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 decided that he wanted a post mortem himself. The defence team never ever done a post mortem. They just kept putting it off and putting it off, saying, you know, we're going to get we're going to get um we're going to get pathologists and we're going to get everyone from america and we were like why are you going to america you know you got plenty of experts in this country but that was their way of delaying it they never had intentions of doing the post mortem because it, it was a it was a black and white cut and shut case you know it was he was the only one in the house the child was healthy, the child was happy. The next thing he's on a life support machine in hospital and that's not a fall down the stairs because that was his excuse, he fell down the stairs. He didn't fall down the stairs. My boy had 40 injuries on his body and he had, sorry, sometimes I get a bit, uh, um, um, yes, and he, you know, he had a clump of hair pulled from his head. You know, there was a lot of injuries and there was no way you could get out of it. You know, you're the only one in the house. You're the adult. Um, so 18 months, we went to court, we went to trial. He, um, the murder, um, sorry, the murder charge was dropped because they said they couldn't prove that he was there to murder him. So okay. they put him in slaughter. Um, we got we got um the conviction for manslaughter in prison and he got seven years seven years and he was out in three and a half years and we couldn't bury ryan till after the trial you know 18 months yeah. later and it but there's a lot more to the story a lot more that was you know it was like the day after he died in the hospital the police came to me the next day obviously take my statement even though i wasn't there um and they said that they had some bad news for me. They didn't know where Ryan's body was. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, how can you not know where his body was? He died in the hospital. He died in Southampton Hospital. That's where we we turned his life support machine off. It was for, t you know, he lived for two days. Um, mm. But eventually his brain swelled and broke um, his brain stem at the back. Um, but what, what had happened is they'd done the post-mortem at the hospital. 
and then they had moved Ryan without informing the police or anyone. So right. the coroner is running around trying to find Ryan's body and no one knew where he was. So the police had to get involved and find out where he was. And he'd been moved to Dorchester Hospital, which is is in Dorset, where I live. So, you know, we eventually, you know, so there was big alarm bells from the, the um, offset, how broken the system is in this country yeah. um, and how victims are treated. You know, you don't just lose a two year old's body. And this is how all this came about. You know, obviously, I've, I was campaigning for 10 years and um i got the law changed i i was fighting ministers i was fighting everyone in the home office and in parliament and everywhere and i got that law changed and now they cannot hold a body for more than 40 days now um if it's a violent death because that, that and um i also if you look up a chief coroner of england and wales that was due to ryan's law as well i got a chief coroner so coroners cannot just keep bodies now and and lawyers cannot just demand a, a coroner keep body. um the, they have to go to chief coroner and if the chief coroner doesn't think it's an exceptional circumstance to keep that body they won't allow it so so yeah you know ryan his name is there he got the chief coroner in he 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 overhauled the coroner service basically and which is amazing it was a lot of fighting and then very draining as you can imagine over yeah. 10 years and getting lost from a horrific story there's, there's there is that that positive side that his name will live on as a legacy yes he's he's definitely a legacy you know i didn't give up um they were you know they knew exactly who I, who I was in the end because it was just like here's another email from kathy oh dear <laughs> kathy wants another meeting <laughs> you know so i i was very persistent because i knew i couldn't help myself because our case had been it had been done you know it was yeah. in the past i couldn't do anything for that one but i wanted to help others and that's where my passion to help children and and other families out there came and now, obviously, years later, now I'm of stable mind again, <laughs> um, because I wasn't very stable back then, as you can imagine. You know, it's a big trauma in my life that I'd never expected. Um, you know, and it, it gave me a massive setback in life, and my life went right off course because this wasn't part of it. Um, but now I'm in a clear mind, and and obviously moving forward. You know, it's 18 years now. I am in a position where I can help parents and I can help um, other people out there that need the help. And And I think the biggest help that's needed is online. It mm -hmm. is a big, big thing for children. And that is where they're at the most danger, I believe. Yeah. And obviously we're living in a world where they are going to grow up with social media and everything else like that. And it is going to be a huge part of their not just their children's lives, but their working lives as we go forward as well. It's going to be it's one of those things where you can't say you can't use it because what world yeah. do we think they're going to grow up in? So we have to make them as safe as we possibly can. Yeah, we don't want to ban them. You know, you know, this is a way of the world. It's a digital world now, isn't it? So we don't want to put a ban. I'm not about that at all. I'm not about banning. I'm all about rewarding if they come off a bit earlier <laughs> um you know don't take your phone in the car and i'm all for rewarding for that but mm. yes no i'm not for banning or or taking it away totally because 
some children that is their world i just think we need to have them near us to see their facial expressions to see yeah. if they're in distress and also teach them we need to educate them online about what they need to do you know if they're in trouble and mum or dad isn't around where would you go online to get help yeah. You know, we've got the CEOP button. They could go there and they can report things. You can report things as a parent. And it's amazing how many parents still don't know about that. I would well imagine, to be honest. Yeah, a lot of parents probably don't even know how to lock down certain features on particular apps and other things as well. So, Yeah, so we need to, you know, there's so many apps, isn't there? And mm. I think there's another one at the moment, Imposter. Have you heard of that one? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imposter, they're all chatting on there as well. And I haven't come across anything unscrupulous yet, but that's not to say someone else hasn't. So, yeah. you know, I'm going to be talking about Imposter in the next couple of days as well, because that's another big app. That's the kids are really into that. And yeah, and we could have a real life Imposter in that game, couldn't we? Yeah. So we need to know um, and educate our children how to spot someone and how to, like you said, talk to someone. Don't just let them carry on and as if everything's normal. You know, we need to catch these predators that are um, after our children. You know, there's no other way to put it. You know, those predators, they're online for children. And, um, and mm. that is what I want to, you know, keep everyone safe, keep the children safe on every app, every website, everything part of the internet basically the dark side yeah so you've been a superhero online effectively and um, so before before i let you go because i know all all hell's going to break loose very soon there anyway uh, <laughs> due to the timing um before i let you go uh, where can everybody find the app what do they have to search for because i know it's available on android and i know it's available on itunes but what do they have to look for what do they have to search for if they if they if they go to my uh, i've got a facebook page um, mm -hmm. That's called Cyber Mum UK. The reason I've put UK on the end is because there's another Cyber Mum, but I think she's Australia. So um, I'm Cyber Mum UK on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can get my Instagram, which is Cyber Mum UK 2020. And I'm on Instagram also. On those pages, I've got links to my app. And the app mm -hmm. is simply called Cyber Mum. And it's, it's got the logo that you um have put up here somewhere i believe yeah the it's, it's on the thumbnail for the video so people can look at that so yeah. they can download that it's totally free i've put everything out there free every piece of information that anyone wants is all on the app for free and on there um in the next well probably today or tomorrow the social feed is going to be there as well which is um rss so you'll have all the updates from all the important twitter feeds as well so and you can chat with me on the app i am there to chat hi and <laughs> um, you can have a one-to-one -one with me or we can join in the community and everyone can talk they can chat they can ask questions come straight on i'll get a, no a notification if you're worried about something so all the links are on my pages and Fantastic. people can just download from there and i can see everyone on the app brilliant <laughs> well, what i'll do is i'll make sure all the links to your socials are in the section below uh kathy jacks thank you very much for chatting to me today no worries thank you for having me
Not a problem. Right. You stay where you are. I'm going to just take you away for a second. So thank you to Kathy. What an amazing woman. What an amazing app. Go and check it out. Uh, well worth a little bit of time and sifting through some of the information on there. So much value. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for watching today. As always, if you're brand new to these uh, live streams, uh, I'll be back again on Friday at an undisclosed time because it's Daddy Daycare Day. So I don't know what time I'll be on, but I will be on at some point uh, where I'll be answering your questions about social media and about video. But until then, uh, it is Wednesday. We're still in a strange time. So please do continue to stay safe and have a great rest of your day. Have a good one. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.